Blog Talk Radio. Ain't nothing but against the fuck. KBZ, what up? Oh, shit. You done fucked up, man. You done put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and the motherfucking condoms. Have one on us, alright? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomber hooches with precision. My intent is to get with you with that and double OP. Dog, my fucking homie. You the cold ass nigga on the mall. Show up. I keep my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the coat room waiting on the outcome. Three, two pockets, all this on the niggas' line. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'm gonna get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million march for some gangster shit. So now they got a slate to multi-millionaire motherfuckers catch a case. Mm. Bitches get ready for the slowdown, the shit's about to go down. Uh, me and Snoop about to clap. <laughs> I'm losing my religion. I'm bitches on these stool pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you savage, they all forget the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas living life. I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills, right next to Chino. And I think I got a black Bemo. But my dream is to own a fly casino like Bugsy Seagull. And do it all illegal. And get scooped up by the little homie in the Riga. Mm. It feel good to you, baby bubble. You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker. Now follow as we ride. Motherfuck the West, two of the best from the West Side. And I can make you famous. Nick, you down for yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, see, that's, uh, you know, that's real music back then. That's that thug shit, that, 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 that hood shit that they didn't want on the radio. But look, this is dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior kicking it on this Friday, October 18th on the Sports Chatter Show. Man, we got a good show ahead where we're going to do some birthday shout outs. We got a lot of group chat, a lot of group drama to get, uh, you know, get out there in this atmosphere. We're going to get it started, but I'm going to let y'all go back while I take this quick break. Hit this big music, you know, take this good shit. But I'll be right back and I'm gonna leave y'all to the sounds of Kate B. Yeah. Kirk in the chat time. I got the crowd yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. I'm hot, you're a jelly. Bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring the back day yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah, what other brothers rapping hooded in this? I got rich and I'm still in a hooligan clique. You be rapping by blow, I don't move in the bricks. You talk about shooting out and I was doing it quick. If I hit you in the face, you gonna be suing me quick. If I catch another I know it's true to be missed, so I'ma keep a cool head, stay out of the news headlines, and show these other rappers it's bedtime. It's good to see that I'm ahead of my time. I got the throne down, hard talk, career with a shine. I got the time, they ain't nothing, I get better with time. Who got a flow in a live show better than mine? I got a packed house yelling, bring them out, bring them out. I'm a hot girl yelling, bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys yelling, bring them out, bring them out. Put the back day yelling, bring them out, bring them out. I 
wasn't born last night. You know what I'm saying? Somebody trying to offer me this trade. Like, eh, I don't know. It was all good when you had uh, Patrick Mahomes, but we're going to talk about that later. But look, man, we back live, and um, this dude, Uncle Leroy, don't say the Leroy without the junior, and I'm kicking it on this Friday with none other than Sports Talk with Friends Badass, you know, uh, Mike Lowry. So I'm going to bring wow. him in. There you go, there you go, there you go. Hold on, man, hold on. You know, it's been... I'm cold and I'm cold and I'm cold and I'm trying to. You should see me up here. I'm uh like a little kid in a toy store. I'm trying to find. Wait, hold on, hold on. We gonna we gonna bring you in right. We gonna bring you in right. Shoot. Uh oh, wait. I ain't heard that in a minute. You gotta hit him with the shoulder neck. But look, man, we're gonna have to do this next time because uh. Is that it? Your discretion is advised. This is your, uh, you know what I'm saying, your interest music. You know what I'm saying? I'm kicking it with none other than Sports Talk Friends Back. What's down with your partner? Oh, man, I'm cooling, man. Had to come touchdown to Tennessee so I can personally talk to my team, get them back on the right track, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I see, man, that popped up on the timeline. I see, whoa, what the about this on in Tennessee, huh? Just like weeks before, I'll take on the Saints. So, like, you know, what you out there for, the pep talk, the pep rally? Yeah, man, you yeah. know, just, just get my team together, man. We wasting Amazing defense right now because of what's going on with our offense, man. So I had to go talk to Vrabel, remind him what we were built to do. You know what I'm saying? Then I had to talk to Mariota and Tannehill, and I had to talk to Derrick Henry. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I got, I got, I got to get my boys rolling and get us back on the right track, man. So we can go ahead and handle this business, man. Because our team is good to be losing, especially to the Browns. Hey, but y'all need to worry about this ass whipping the Saints got for for you and all these. You know what I'm saying? Are you still gonna uh, cover them bets that we all gonna put on you now? Since your team is in disarray. <laughs> but look, hey, we gonna deal with y'all, bro. Yeah, I know. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Rome was built in 45 minutes, and uh, the chicken crossed the road to get to the other side, and all that other stuff too. But. Uh, <laughs> Before we get this show started, man, you know, we definitely uh, got to give a shout-out to uh, October birthdays. Uh, first, you know, with our Saints fan, Scott Casey, he's, uh, you know, he's a minor league coach also in our baseball league. So, birthday shout-out to him. On the uh, Then, what, on the 17th, we had another birthday. He was a Dallas Cowboy fan, my little partner from out the hood, Antoine. Uh, shout-out, birthday shout-out to him. And today... We got another birthday. Happy who that birthday to the Saints fan, uh, you know what I'm saying, Paul G. So next show, you know, I might have had a birthday song. Uh, oh, wait, what that little look? Nah, I can't put the Luke song on here. They're probably going to cancel the show. But I'm going to definitely give a birthday shout-out to y'all, you know what I'm saying, but a uh, birthday shout-out to them. So, you know, back to the show, man. So uh, how long are you going to be out there in, uh, in, t- in Tennessee? 
Oh man, this was just a quick weekend turnaround. You know what I'm saying? Come out here, check on it, check on my team, and uh, come on, get back to this younger generation, man. Because you know, it's a long line of athletes in my family, so I gotta come out here and bless the next generation. A little knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Gotta give back. Can't keep it to yourself. Facts. You know that's how you that's how you keep. Uh, that's well. So that I like that. So you know what I'm saying? Talking about you know, let's get us get to one of the big topics in the fantasy football world and in the group is uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why, you know, shot threw a little shot early in the uh, show because, you know, when people draft Patrick Mahomes, you know, they, they nuts just swell to the bottom, you know what I'm saying, to the ground. Like, they just automatically think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, win the championship. So, now that he's hurt, everyone's scrambling to make uh, adjustments, especially in the big league. Shout out to the big leaguers because it's a two-quarterback league. So, so in a group, someone uh, someone said, uh, "Oh yeah, he was, you know, he he was he been hurt." And I was like, "Oh man, let me go find this, uh, you know, let me go find his backup." So at that point, shout out to Jay for letting me know that he been seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes hurt, and I went and picked up Matt Moore. So, what do you think oh. about that? Do you think he's going to be able to come back from uh, from this knee? So, you know, let me give a quick recap. So, everyone who doesn't know, Patrick Mahomes went out last night doing a game with a dislocated knee. But he also was dealing with an ankle injury. So, reports are saying that he may be out for three weeks. So, what do you think about that, uh, Mike Lyra? Is he going to be back three weeks or is it going to take longer? I mean, the way he was moving, three weeks sounds reasonable. I mean, it kind of looked like he could have played, could have got back in the game. But these dudes not built like the older generation. But um, definitely shout out to Andy Reid, dumbass, for sending a hurt quarterback on a quarterback sneak when right. you got running backs for that. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that was, that was bad coaching. You know he wasn't nowhere near 100%. He hasn't been nowhere near 100% for the last three to four weeks, and you sent him on a sneak. So, you know, I ain't going to say it's karma, but it's definitely, you know, you do stupid shit, you get stupid results. So that's what happens, you know what I'm saying? But as far as you picking up Matt Moore, that's good wishful insight, you know what I'm saying, planning ahead. You see a quarterback 900%, you definitely got to go ahead and hold his back up because you never know, you know what I'm saying, how they might come in handy. So now you got a card you can play. So that's why right. I always pay to do your homework. I always tell people do your homework, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, definitely, man. But that's why I always tell people I never draft a quarterback. The quarterback pool is too deep. And if that quarterback goes down, you, that's going to feel like a wasted pick. <laughs> if you draft with Patrick Mahomes, a lot nine times out of ten, you went got him first, second, third no in the third round. No, exactly. first, second. So that's other, especially in the two quarterback league, that means you definitely went first and second. So now that's, right. that's instead of you getting top ten production from a wide receiver or running back, now you have a quarterback that you're not gonna get no production for for the next few weeks. That's that's automatic. That's damn near automatic losses for you guys. So, exactly. I mean, so, and, he and he doesn't have any other quarterback, and that's the champ. That's the sport. We're talking about the sports talker friends, champ. He won the league last year, and he's actually undefeated. And we have a bounty out, a $10 bounty out for the first person who gives him his L. So, in the beginning, uh, like right after the draft, I had put out this, uh, you know, fair trade agreement because, you know, everyone doing it well. One of the coaches. A couple of the big leaguers doing the draft took all the quarterbacks. So everyone was whining. You know, people were whining. So I put out the fair 
quarterback uh, trade agreement, and they were like, no, I ain't trade with nobody. Nah, nah, nah. So now, and I always say, you know, people complain about rules until they have to be protected by it. So now, he was one of them that was really giving me all this pushback. So, it's like I re- I'm really having fun dangling this quarterback over. So you think I, you know? So what you think I should do? You think I should uh? Cause I have Minshew, I have Minchu, Derek Carr, and more. So what do you think I should do? Should I trade him or let him take these L's? I mean, it, now that totally depends on if he has something you want. But at the end of the day, if you can get something for somebody that's only going to play a few weeks, and you get something worthwhile that's going to last you the whole season, by all means. You go ahead and make you a trade. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not offering nothing worthwhile that's going to help you get to the playoffs or get to the championship, then I'll let him suffer. If he gives no, me a starting running back, starting wide receiver for Matt Moore, by all means, I'm definitely accepting that trade. But other than right, that, no, nah, I'm going to sit back and watch you lose. <laughs> you hear me, look? That's how Mike Lowry is. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had that in a couple, couple weeks, man, a couple months. So, you know what I'm saying? You always dropping knowledge for us. So, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, appreciate you. So back to some fantasy drama, man. Not fantasy, but some group drama. So uh, for our listeners who you know may not know, we got a group uh, fantasy, got a fantasy football league, but we have a Facebook group, Sports Talk with Friends. You know, very big, uh, growing community, always talking. So this week we had Evangelist Allen Air. Airborne, Arborn, I can't, I don't, no disrespect, no cap, I'm not really pronouncing his name right, but we had to uh, evict him out the group because he he was making, I don't know what these uh, posts were, but one thing, one of them read, hold on, let me, let me see, do you, re, do you remember one of his posts? Uh, I, I remember the, 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 the main comment. That caught my attention was the one where he was saying the Patriots are symbols symbols of white nationalism, and I, and I was like, how, how do you even relate the two? But then as I read that one, I, I I had to kind of go back and seeing he was kind of posting this kind of different type of agenda that wasn't really sports related. Everything every comment he made was basically geared towards racial issues that had nothing to do with sports. And really didn't have no correlation. Nothing he said really made sense. So um, <laughs> I, I was kind of confused by him saying Brady kneeling on the black player trying to shake his hand. I'm like, what, what is he even talking about? Right. You know, because some, you know, some, he was asking the group and uh, like, man, oh, he must have posted something real crazy. And, you know, and I didn't respond back to that, but you know, I want to, you know, if they're listening, you know, more than likely they'll hear, hear the show, but. You know, that's one thing for the sports channel so we can actually get out the things that we don't want to write. So, you know, the thing is, is that it wasn't just one post. One post won't ever get you, you know, removed from the group. It's you keeping an agenda. And, you know, and he definitely had an agenda and he was trying to be uh, a deceitful way, a sneaky way of getting into it. You know, he twisted in sports into rhetoric. So, like, one of the things, he, one of the posts that really just, like, got up under me um, it was funny because sometimes, you know, I just go through, I see something I like and come back and review it. And it was a video and it was the difference between niggas and black people. I hurried up and unlike that shit and I deleted, I, you know, I actually passed that to the admin group. So, you know, everyone can see, but just stuff like that, like 
how are you going? And then what the funny thing is is, you know, he he's saying the difference between niggas and black folks with a hat with the little, you know, baseball cap that has the ruffles in the front. So I'm like, and you know, he's light eyed. So it's like, how are you going to give this? You know what I'm saying? This perspective on that in this group like that. That's very disrespectful. But, you know, he didn't get put out because of one group, you know, one post or actually a couple. It was just, he was just, you know, just, it was just foolish stuff like that. So, exactly. you know, you know what I'm saying? By all means, huh? I was just about to say, by all means, man, we, we definitely want everybody to come out, speak your mind freely, man. But also, we got to be respectful, man. Ain't no, ain't no need to come and push a different agenda trying to incite negative conversation that's not going to bring back any kind of positive results. That's not what we're looking for, man. We're trying to get right. everybody Let's together and friends. build and grow together amongst friends. You know what I'm saying? So it, there was no need for that negativity. And uh, shout out to all the admins for, for reacting swiftly. Coming to a, a, a professional decision. It wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. They actually sit right. down and have a professional conversation about it. So, you know what I'm saying? That's how everything should be handled in the world today. You know what I'm saying? No near-jerk reaction. Sit down, think about it, talk about it amongst men, as men. You know what I'm saying? And respectfully and come to a respectful decision. So definitely shout out to everybody that participated and handled business in that conversation. Facts. And shout out to the group for understanding and, you know, not really, you know, getting back like giving us backlash. But it was funny because the day we put him out was because he's always talking about the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl and, you know, and this. And so the day we put him out was the day someone screenshot his profile, not just his picture, his whole profile, and called him to the floor. <laughs> and he was gone. <laughs> so. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you for that, though, man. I'm saying that was that was that was funny. But another, you know, one post that actually came up, and I think uh, you know, it's Michael Scott. He actually uh, runs a little podcast show, or you know, podcast, or actually might be a newspaper. I don't know what it is. I haven't paid too much attention, but he posted, "Do you believe Kaepernick will get an NFL in NFL shot? It should be a, but I mean, uh, do you think Kaepernick will get?" In NFL shot or will he remain unemployed? What do you, what, what do you think about that? I mean, like like I said to everybody that had that conversation, every time a quarterback goes down, people need to stop bringing up cap. Man, look, we got to come <laughs> to the realization it's not going to happen. Fact of the matter is, once he signed that lawsuit, he filed a lawsuit against the NFL. Any hope for him getting a job in the NFL was over with. I want people that logically think about this. How are you going to sue somebody and then turn around and try to get a job for the person you just <laughs> That's like you going to work, pour some water on the floor, falling, and, and file a lawsuit and then try to come back and get another job. Like, logically, why would they hire me when they knew I just went out here and got paid off from, you know what I'm saying, doing some other shit? So why are people thinking Captain going to get another job is beyond me. If Kaepernick really want to play football like he says he want to, he need to just go ahead and go to Canada. Because the NFL is not going to happen. XFL is right. in Canada. Option. But the NFL days are over with, man. People just need to get that in their head. Facts. You know, we're talking about over with. So, you know, everyone, you had to, I don't know, there's a lot of boxing fans. I'm a big boxing fan. So, uh, Earl Spence Jr., he's also a uh, Dallas, you know, big, big name out here in Dallas. He 
recently crashed his Ferrari, like flipped over a million times. You know, I, you know, like to exaggerate, but his car was crushed. And just like I figured the night of, you know, be, just because he was in a riverfront area and it's a lot of prostitution and a lot of heavy drugs, heavy drinking, and uh, you know, big spending and you know, a lot of streetwalkers. You know, so you know, not saying I've been around, but I'm sorry. Let me, you know, let me give this claim from what I've read and heard on the news. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He comes back, he gets out of the hospital and drunk driving. So do you think that Earl Spence would be able to, you know, come back from this type of, uh, you know, alligator type of investigation? Do you think the boxing uh, organization should get involved? I mean, it's not much they can do because they don't have one governing body to actually come down and enforce anything. But that that has been the word on Earl Spence for the last few years is that is that he's a heavy drinker. That's why now all of the top fighters that didn't want to fight him before are willing to fight him now. Because they're seeing his lifestyle. He's not living the boxer lifestyle outside of the ring. So Errol Spence by, by all means I support the young fella. He's doing his thing but at the same time you got you can't put your gifts at risk like that, man. You got to make smarter decisions, and whoever's around him in his camp need to talk to him and help him make smarter decisions. Because there's no way in the position you're in, with the with the kind of power and kind of money you're bringing in, that you should even be put in a position where you're driving alone drunk after right. a night of party. It makes no sense. Whoever your so-called friend or, or your own boss, your entourage. Definitely need to step the game up because there's no way you should have been in the car by yourself, knowing you had been drinking. So, uh, right. If, if he listening, if he can hear somebody talk to him, y'all need to get hands on the young fella, talk to him, bring him back before it get too late, man. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been saying that's been the word on him for almost four years now that he, he likes to drink heavy whenever he's not fighting. So uh, that's crazy. Prayers out. To him, but he definitely needs to get that in check before it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Man, before we, you know, we always, like they, like all Dallas fans say, you know, we always got to talk about them. You know, it's like, yeah, especially now because y'all losing. So, uh, we're going to talk about y'all before we get ready to get up out this show. So, one uh, seemed like a pretty popular post was something that Dallas fans said, uh, Michael Irvin, he said that the Cowboys should pick up Antonio Brown. So I'm going to ask you, but before I ask you this question, I got to highlight some of the funny, some of the best comments on this post. So one of them was uh, from Chris Diaz. He's a commissioner and admin of our basketball league. Uh, He said a thousand percent agree. They need help. He can return kicks, long deep thread, and yes, they desperately need him. Get him, Jerry, in all caps. All right. One of them, another one was uh, Ed Mean Green Jr. He said, yep, sure would. Fuck the baggage. He is a great player, and he knows how to win. I don't care about his personal life. That's not my business, fam. And this this one here was hands down greatness. And this is from, of course, Sports Talk with Friends, uh, own El Chapo, Blowout King, Florida League King, you know what I'm saying? Big League rookie losing 
You know what I'm saying? What would the water do? What would the wave do? So he said, yeah, give him number 88. All the fuck-ups in Dallas wear 88. <laughs> I was freaking <laughs> done with that. <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> We got we got and look shout out to him. We're gonna have him on tomorrow on our fantasy insight live show. Uh you know it always goes down on there. Always great personality, great time. And he also gonna be on our fantasy basketball show coming up, uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. But uh Mike Lowry, what do you think? Should the Cowboys pick up Antonio Brown? Hey man, at, at this point, if they trying to salvage their season, hell yeah, they need to pick up Antonio Brown. You get your true number one receiver. I like Amari Cooper, but you put him in that number two role, man, your offense will be endless. Your Dax Prescott, another receiver, hell yeah, get him. And shout out to Chapel, man. That shit was funny as hell. And I definitely agree. If y'all sign that motherfucker, put him in 88, man. <laughs> Go ahead and let me get that last. Facts, facts. So, look, man, we got a couple minutes. This shout out you walk in before we roll up uh, out of here until the morning. Hey, man, I, you know what I'm saying? I definitely got a couple of shout-outs. Let me shout-out this rookie who's going to try to break this rookie record for most weeks without talking. You know what I'm saying? If he go the whole season, I don't even think we should allow him to talk until next season if he go the whole season without a win. You know what I'm saying? And then another shout-out to, uh, you know, one of your Texas boys, Mr. Randall. I don't pay my debt. I don't know his last name. But um, we ain't forgot about the push-ups, man. We 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 add interest. We tagging on, bro, because this is this is damn near a whole nother calendar football season. We've been waiting on the push-ups. Your man's made the bet for you, and he paid the bet, and he ain't even the one that lost the game. I don't know where they do that, man. But we gotta keep the young generation accountability. We make a bet. We gave our word. We gotta stick to our word, man. So um, we gonna be on you every time we see you post anything <laughs> in the group. Myself yeah. and Chapo is behind you. We want our push-ups, man. Pay what you owe, bro. You know what I'm saying? And owe. definitely shout out to them Titans. We turning the season around. I'm going out here to get my boys together. I'm going to talk to them tomorrow right before the walkthrough. And it's on, you know what I'm saying? Man, shout out to you from drinking that t- uh, Tennessee moonshine out there, man. Nothing you do, the coach can do. They need Jesus. They need prayers out there, man. They, they done. That's why they been stay known starter for a known flunky, man. The season done. They done, son. But look, this is dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. Kicking it with Mike Lowry. And until tomorrow, you ain't going to holler. You ain't going to hear from it. But until next week, next Friday, it's the Sports Chatter Show. Every Friday coming live. Chillin'. Wah. All these diamonds in the face. Go round and turn up the TV wonder. We'll be and get some money. Oh, yeah. Belly. We'll be and get some money. Okay, okay. It's me. We'll be and get some money. Uh, screaming, oh. Master P. Baby, that air. Looking like a Master P. Used to open doors with a half a key. Fish scale by the whale. Call it catch release. Oh, yeah. No limit to it, no limit I'm still with the girl, get us in the gorillas Old paper got me dressed up like a dope dealer Like a wholesaler, money smelling like a cold seller It ain't safe, turkey bags on me, I ain't give a thing Shoebox for my very first bank I might pull up on your court
Ball in the race, you can brawl in the way And I wanna, I'ma take my shot Pray to 